everybody. I'm Garrett the Trash Man, your host. This is Trash Talk, and we are getting this done early this week. It is only 6.30. It's not 9 o'clock at night that we're getting this done. 6.30, knocking this out. So, like usual, I um, want to thank our sponsor, Larson Weiss, the world's best trash company. Um, if you are in the White Mountains or in Rim Country, hit them up. If you happen to produce medical waste for any reason, hit us up if you're anywhere in Arizona. Um, anyway, Larson Waste, world's best trash company, always taking care of the hassle. They also sponsor this podcast, so check them out. Larson Waste, appreciate you sponsoring this. So, rolling right into it. I actually just am realizing I did not have a rant ready, um, but maybe I'll just talk about something quick that I uh, um, we talked about in our leadership group today and just share where I'm at with that um, because I was thinking of what I'm actually going to have the podcast on and uh, totally forgot that I do rants. So anyway, what what we were discussing is the difference between committed commitments, like what you're actually committed to in life and agreements that you make in life and the distinction between the two and there's still so much I've got to explore and look into about this but there's a lot that I found really really interesting um because I had swapped those out quite quite often um and so I think a good example of the distinction will be something that we're doing right now in Larson Waste where we are going through and we are cutting costs like crazy people actually we did went so far that I froze everything and said any costs that come back are going to have to be approved to come back. So we cut everything across the board. Um, Anyway, that's just a tactic. Might be useful, might be not. But the language I've been using for that is, hey, I'm committed to lowering our costs. And as we discussed it more, what I recognize is I'm actually not committed to lowering our costs. What I'm committed to is having a successful business and cutting the cost is something that is a useful lever for me to use right now. And so there'll be agreements that I set up so that takes place to, to serve this commitment, um, but that there's a there's a useful difference there. And so what what I realized, um, the, the person that we were having this meeting with, Brandon, he's the uh, CEO of Entecor, um, something he said was it's most people aren't committed to very many things. And actually, most people are committed to not being committed to things. They'll say yes, things do agreements thing, but they're not committed to very many things. And so something that I'm right in the middle of that I'd encourage everyone to look at in their lives is I'm looking at making a list of everything I'm committed to. And that's really forced me to think about things like, am I really committed to this or is this just something that leads me to something else? And it's a super useful practice. So I invite everyone to take a look at that and see what uh what they're committed to so that's what i've got for today um on my rant but i've got more with uh what i want to talk today which was sales which we've done podcasts on sales before and we could do i mean i i there probably is whole podcasts that are just on sales it's such a uh, wide and awesome topic, and I believe wholeheartedly in what Grant Cardone um, says. I don't know if any of you guys have read that book. It's called Sell or Be Sold. He's got a lot of great books, so that's one of the best ones, and it's so true. It's essentially that you're always being sold or you're always selling, and that's really a truth um, to that. And so in sales, there's so much we could talk about. There's um, like who you're being in that that we could really talk about where you're 
um, in the cells. But I really wanted to keep this this um, podcast really tactical. Um, any of you guys that follow me on social media, it's uh, Garrett the Trash Man, G-A-R-E-T-T, um, the Trash Man across any of the platforms. I put a post out this week, and it was just a quick 60 seconds of uh, sales, which I've been doing a lot of because Payson, we are now in Payson. We've been in Payson for the first year. We're not leaving Payson, so call and sign up. Um, but I've been doing a lot of sales calls with that. So we've got a, a great marketing funnel that's bringing in these uh, leads to me. And so I hop on and I uh, I make the calls. Um, now, real quick, got to see what Adam says. If you were committed to one thing, would you not make... All right, Adam, I'm going to have to bring this closer. It says, if you were committed to one thing, would you not make a step through one thing to get to the uh, what you are committed to. Yeah, I agree with you, Adam. Um, there might be a lot of things um, that I'm uh, committed to or things that lead to what I'm truly committed to. But where the difference is, is if I go around and I'm committed to cutting costs, I'm probably going to gonna be the person in, in my company and in my organization that at any point you never want to talk to Garrett about costs or you never want Garrett to know that you spent any money. And that isn't what I would want. What I would want is that people understand that that's a tactic that we're using to get to something that's uh, that's serving really what we're committed to. And so in that moment, like I'm definitely committed to getting those costs cut. But that's not my overarching commitment of things. And that's why I think the language around it's important um, because it would have consequences outside of uh, outside of that little sphere of cutting costs that I wouldn't want. So anyway, appreciate that, Adam. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Um, but anyway, jumping back into the sales. So I want to be super tactical about this um, because there's a lot that I think we can go over. And so... Um, anyway, first thing I want to talk about with, um, the sales, I said this on that post and I think it's definitely, definitely true. I just experienced it about two hours ago when I started hopping on these sales calls and it was the first sale call to make is always the hardest. And like I said in my post, it doesn't matter if that's the first sell call of your life that you're officially a salesman or if it's the first sales call of the day. That's always the hardest. Um, it's so crazy. I've For years, I've been doing sales um, now um, every day. There's in some form or another. But still, that first question, that first call, that first knock on the door, that first uh, any anything like that the first one's always the hardest and then once it's going you're like oh oh it's good because you build up this story and like yeah you, you just have to overcome that every time so just force yourself to do that first one it's kind of like when you get out of bed um if you lay there and you think about it you know you're probably gonna fall back asleep you might put the snooze alarm on if you'll just get out of bed before you have time to think it's so much easier and that's what you gotta do with the first sales call just get in there dial the number get going on it because the second one will be easier the third one easier fourth one easier fifth one easier then you'll get a sell and then the sixth one's way easier which leads me to my second point the best time to make a sell is directly after you have made a sell that momentum will carry over so much about sales is just energy transfer um I believe that's something that Robbie Reader taught me too. I put that in my post. He he was really definitely a sales mentor for me. That sales is nothing but 
energy transfer. So when you come with really good energy, you can transfer that to the other person. They get excited about it. And I've definitely experienced that. And so got to make a set. As soon as you make a set, don't do all the celebrating and the, oh, now I can take a break. Nope. Call the next prospect that you have every single time. Do not waste that awesome momentum. I actually posted something about uh, from Donald Trump about momentum like that. It's it's all the difference. So um, don't waste that momentum by hopping off and taking a break or whatever. Um, so the next thing I've got as far as tactics go, you have got to have a a uh, sales process. Uh, um you know, the conversation goes where it goes, but you've got to know where you're going in the conversation. You've got to know where you're at in the conversation and where you're going in the conversation. I've seen so many people that they're just kind of flying by the seat of their pants and it gets this awkward like, um, yeah, I don't know where to go now. And that's something that like I've noticed. Um, I'll tell my wife all the time if we're somewhere and say we're buying a car or a furniture, furniture something that requires a salesman. One of my biggest pet peeves is people's attempt to not be pushy. Um, they don't be salesmen, which is their job. And their job is to move the sales forward. If I'm not comfortable, my job as a consumer is to stop the sale. But the salesman job is to always move it forward in that cycle. So if you don't have your cycle planned out, then it's very, very tough to move that person through that cycle. And you usually won't like it. It doesn't, it's not always a supernatural thing. Um, and so like if you don't have a sales cycle or a sales pitch written up, write it up. That doesn't mean you, you, uh, follow it word for word, but it means you know where you're going. So when you talk to the person and you're like, Hey, what's up? Like yada, yada. And the conversation goes off into no man's land a little bit. And you're, you're relating to the person, just being a normal person, having a conversation. You're not lost of like, Oh, okay. What you're like, Hey, yeah, that's awesome. And like why I really called you is because I, I want to set you up for trash service. And here's my offer. And you know where you're at in the conversation, um, which leads to my next point of uh, it, it really folds into that that same knowing where you're at is you've got to be able to multiple most cell cycle I'm in. You have to repeat certain parts of that cell cycle like that's what we call a lay down um, is someone that you just get to go through the sales cycle and there's no repeating. There's no objections. There's no nothing. They just go along with it and you get them signed up. Those are great. Those are few and far between. Even someone that wants your service generally will give a, give some sort of objection. That doesn't mean it's a real objection. That's not a no. Um, and that's why you've always got to at least get three no's because people just say no naturally. And so you've got to keep pushing. And so I shared this on my post. If you're in your sales cycle and you go through the close, so you qualify the person, you ask qualifying questions, um, you, you give them the offer, you build value, you give them the offer and there's an objection. What you do is you reverse, you build value again, then you give the offer again. Then you build value again and you give offer again, give the offer again. And you just go over and over and over and over that. And you do that over and over and over again until they hang up the phone, shut the door. I can't tell you how many times I've been with someone where I, I'm literally just going through that cycle and I can see it happen. I'm just revisiting it. I'm revisiting it. And it might be the second time. It might be the 15th time. 
but there's no reason for you as the salesman to cut it off. Let the consumer cut that off. Until they cut it off, just continue to reverse, rebuild value, and go for the close. Um, that's why it's so important to believe in the product that you're selling because if it's not, like it's like it's not good to do that. Like it's, you, You'll have a very hard time. But if you know that your service and the person that you're talking to will be better off with your service, you can just keep going and going and going and going off of that. And if, if you're doing it in a way where you're like, hey, I'm just really committed to like making sure you understand that you'll be better off with this, um, it's not going to occur to them as like this pesky guy. And if it does, like, let's be honest, you're having that conversation to close them. And so like you might not ever talk to them again. That sounds like that, that doesn't mean be a jerk to them or anything like that. But that means like, be really clear that you want to sell them whatever you're selling them, your product or service, and that you're going to stick with it over and over and over again. So, uh, those are the sales tactics that I wanted to go over. There's a million more, but I thought those were probably the most valuable, like we could hit real quick. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I got for you guys. If you got any questions for me, hit me up, Garrett the Trash Man, across any of the social media platforms. Um, appreciate you guys listening. Please give us a five-star review. Before I hop off, looks like Adam responded. I'm going to read over this. It says, I can't type enough here, LOL. Um, I just feel like even when you have an end goal, you're going to come across um, some things you you don't expect and how you handle it will determine what you're doing. I mean, you're committed. I think you under. I think we understand each other. I think we do too, Adam. Um, and so, like, I like it's not to say you're not committed, um, and we may not even be holding committed the same way. So when I say committed, um, what I mean is like willing to do whatever it takes, whatever it's necessary. Um, and so that really should be a reserved word for stuff that 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 truly is. Um, so I am not committed to, um, cutting costs in the way that like, I'm not like if, if it comes apparent that cutting costs doesn't serve having a successful business, like I'm not going to do whatever it takes to that. Um, so it could be in conflict with that. And so that's, that's a little bit of distinction. And so, like I said, I'm still working through this too. Um, so appreciate that conversation and, uh, give me a chance to articulate it. Um, yeah, absolutely. You're bi- you're committed to the bigger picture. That's what I'm saying. And so like you're committed to the big thing that you've got going on in your life and the tactics we use are, are just that they're tactics. And so you're, you're doing those tactics on your way to the end goal. So, all right. Appreciate you guys listening, um, and watching, uh, we'll catch you guys on Friday. Peace. Uh-huh.